Hey guys, I'm Erica. And I'm Brooke. And this is the Balanced and Bougie Podcast. Join us as we dive into topics about wellness, pursuing big dreams, navigating the joys and stressors of life in our mid-20s, and reflecting on ways we can continue to grow into our best selves. We believe that life is just chasing the right balance between living healthy and being as extra as possible. So put on a face mask, grab your green juice or venti iced coffee, and let's get into the conversation. All right. Hey, guys. Hopefully you can hear us all right because nothing went the way it was supposed to today. (laughs) I know. I was about to be like, Mercury's in retrograde, but it's not. We just like either are already too old to know how to work technology or everything is just working against us, which is fine. I have to kind of out myself for a second and say like I understand that people say Mercury's in retrograde when like they're being like things are wonky but I have no concept like context beneath that I'm like something about stars yes and then I'm I have no further thoughts (laughs) we should talk about that sometime I mean am I do I actually know it not like do I understand it not totally but like I read about it all the time like enough to where I'm like it's in retrograde what does this mean um, so I should do some research and we should talk about it. I think that'd be fun. Cause I'm like, Oh, when I got 17 magazine as a, as a teenager, I would read my horoscope and be like, Meh. so I'd love to hear about it from a deeper, you know, understanding of what it means and its impact. Yes. That would be really fun. And also then maybe it would help me like get out of my head when it is in retrograde and I'm like, Hunker down, everybody. It's You're like, crazy. I'm not going to make it through this. Doesn't that also happen? Hell. Doesn't Mer- Mercury go in retro? It, doesn't that happen, like, all the time. multiple times a year, like, many Yes. Times? Okay. It does. Yeah. Like, yep. it, more no. often. Yeah, I swear, like, we just get out of it, and then I, like, it pops up on my phone just because I have this fun app, mm-hmm. and then it's like, says it's again. I'm like, wasn't it just in retrograde yesterday? So, I, yeah, I don't know the rhyme or reason, but if I'm going to throw it out there, I need to educate myself. No, we're going to learn about it. We're going to figure this out, and then... Once I know about it, I'll get really invested and I'll care too much for a little bit. And I'm very excited. <laughs> I love that about us. So what is new with you, Brooke? Oh, man. Nothing super new with me. You know, I do have to say mm-hmm. one little mini life lesson that I feel like I learned this week is just, I don't know about you, Erica, but I, well, I love a good to-do list. Mm-hmm. And when I have things that I want to get done, and I want to check off. I turn into that person where I'm like, I want to get it all done today. So Tuesday rolls around, the 5th of July, mind you. And I am trying to get a hold of my credit card company and um, my insurance company and just kind of get all these weird little things situated, bills paid. And of course, I don't hear back because it is the Tuesday after the 4th of July, which Uh fell on a Monday this year. People are on vacation. People are digging themselves out of their inbox. And I am irate because I'm like, I just want to get this stuff done. And I was like, I let it get to me. Like so much so where I was like, this is America. We don't take (laughs) vacations. (laughs) You know, like it is Tuesday. You had your day off yesterday. Like, of course I don't say these things, right? Because I am not a psycho, but in my head, I am just like, you know, my agenda is this for the day and like nothing's going my way and I got all grumpy about it. And then I took a mental health break and I went on a walk and I worked out and I came back and I was just able to, I think, accept that. I don't know, you know, like there, it's one thing to be said when, okay, you try to get stuff done, you hit a wall, you pivot to other tasks, but when everything in your day is just not moving forward, right? I just finally took it as like a sign that, all right you know, take a break. It will be here when you get back. There is time to get these things done. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, there were. And in many ways, I feel like it kind of actually worked out well because, you know, something that I just was going to get done on my own, get it done really fast. I was able to talk through with a representative. Like today I had to book an appointment and -hmm. then I got a whole bunch of other questions answered and stuff. So not to start with like big lecturing point, but for anyone out there who might've had a, a week that you know, is like, is something in retrograde? No, maybe it's just a sign that like, you're trying to cram 500 things into just a small chunk of time that you're only supposed to do like two. 
Um, so yeah, that's, I'm better now. I'm glad we're talking today, not two days ago, when I would have been on a full rant. Planning Thursdays, getting partially through the week, mostly, if we will. Uh, I think so. I, it's a good day for us. I do get that. Like when you're finally like, I'm ready to do the things. And then when the things are not ready to be done, that can be really painful. So I'm, <laughs> I'm very glad you were able to get through it unscathed. And it worked out even better. So now when it happens again, you'll be at peace. Maybe. Yes, hopefully. I've been here before. I, you know, instead of, yeah, making it taking like eight hours for me to get to that point, maybe it'll only take six. Progress. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> How about you? What What have you been up to this week? Uh, today, I went for a bike ride with my niece. So she's been asking if we could go for a bike ride because I got really into cycling in the last two years. And then she started um, on her own, like, outdoor biking. And so we, were, we kept being like, oh, we need to go. And it, it kind of was one of those things that kept being like, we'll get to it. And, you know, other things. Yeah. But then last night she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, let's go. So today we rode our bikes for, like, almost two full hours um, outside. It was very warm. It, it was really fun for, like, the first hour and 45 minutes. But the last 15, like, back to the car, because I had driven us to a trail, were, like, horrendous. But it was just it was really lovely to get to spend that time with her and to chat with her and also just to get, you know, some exercise in outdoors when it wasn't so hot that I was going to die. Um, but still get to feel that sun and heat. And I only got like a little sunburn, but you can't tell, I don't think right now. So I have one. I definitely cannot tell. <laughs> you have a, you you have a glow. You have a sunny glow. I just look like a, you know, a sun goddess. No. Yes. A bronze goddess, if you will. Either way, it seems like the week is going all right for both of us, so we're probably ready for today's topic. So today I really wanted us to talk about goals, and the reason I thought that that would be a good option for us is because Brooke's fantastic at them. Um, like, before we even, like, envisioned Balanced and Bougie, I, like, would think of her when I thought of, like, people who actually set and achieve goals in a sensical way because sometimes to me they feel like way too big and crazy and I, they can like control and dictate my life and so when I get to talk to Brooke about these things I feel like she's able to kind of explain it in a way that makes it so much easier to do less overwhelming and actually something that makes you feel better as opposed to feel um pushed in a stressy way hope that makes sense so First, I guess I should say, Brooke, why do you set goals? Oh, Erica, <laughs> thank you for asking. My gosh. We almost need like three hours because I'm so dang passionate about this topic. But yes. It's part one, part two. I say, <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. The next five episodes. <laughs> so I, I set goals. For me, my personality type, I am, I will... Full disclosure, I think I've mentioned this before, I'm an Enneagram type three. So like very goal driven is just kind of naturally in my wiring. But for me too, you know, I think there's a healthy balance of where, how you can look at goals and how they can drive you through life. But for me, it just helps me live more intentionally. I really do think that way. You know, it helps me remember to, you know, give myself some self-love to value myself, to advocate for myself, and to just make sure that I'm making the most of the time that I have, especially in a world full of distractions and us saying yes to a bunch of different things that, you know, sometimes like we don't want to do. And then we're the last ones that we um, spend our time in actions on as ourselves, right? Because we're so busy taking care of everyone else. So setting goals is just like, I really think it's a form of showing yourself love and really you know pursuing constant growth and just I feel like it gives it really helps propel me through life to feel like I'm just living intentionally and that um yeah I'm growing into who you know I hope to be who I'm here to be so 
I love that. I mean, I definitely like the idea of thinking of goals as something that kind of helps you focus on you because especially like during the summers, uh, for those of you who don't know, I I am a teacher. So like my schedule in the summer is a lot more chill, but it's worse than ever before because I'm going places all the time. And I definitely feel those pressures of being like, oh, well, I have to see everybody in my family. I have to see all of my friends who live across, you know, the, 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 the country and all of those things are very important to me. But I do feel like that means my own like personal things, you know, like that I want to work out this many times a week or um, any personal goals that I have for myself definitely get put on the back burner. Absolutely. So when you're starting a goal, like what do you just have one like pop in your head and then you're like, I'm going to focus on this for the next six months of my life. Like, what does that look like? How do you how do you start? Yeah. So I think you know, for me personally, sometimes I have little goals like that. Like I tend to look through and granted guys, I read a lot about this. I listen to podcasts about it. I spend $60 yearly on like a planner about this type of stuff. And while, you know, I have big overarching goals, you know, this is not my knowledge. This is things I've absorbed, but it's like, you know, you can set different types of goals, you know, small, medium, large, you know, current, future you know, legacy, however you want to look at it. But yeah, it could be a quick like, hey, this thing, you know, like, let's say I want to start running, which is will never be me. <laughs> I won't run. Awesome. But <laughs> yeah, like, oh, please no. But so it can pop in as an idea. But I think one thing that's super important for any goal, because like, again, the way I think about and use the term goal is something that I'm working towards, right? It needs to be worth your time and especially too on the days that you just like don't want to do it or the times or the seasons you have to push through, establishing your why is going to really help you with that. So like even when it comes to little ideas that might pop in my head, like I'm actually for an actual personal example, I took group fitness classes since I was a high schooler. Um, Me and a bunch of middle-aged ladies at my gym would do body pump together and all these different things. And I was like, I want to teach this someday. And when I got to a season of life where it was finally possible for me, I really decided to dig into my why, right? So, you know, kind of identifying like, why is this important to me? You know, what would this bring to me? What would this, how would this help serve others? You know, what is this saying? Because sometimes... I think we have to be mindful of, you know, ideas pop in our heads, but they're more of like, I should, Mm -hmm. I should do this. I should run. I should be like this person person or do this thing. And it's like, no, you have to really start from a place that's like authentic to you. Um, So that's first and foremost, like any goal, whether it's like small or it's like a big one, I really try to dive into the whys. So, you know, again, just kind of thinking about like, and don't hold yourself back when you're thinking about, like, let it grow and let it snowball. Like, if you are comfortable with things like this, you can sit and, like, meditate on it. You can pray about it. You can write about it and just really dive into, like, okay, if this is something I'm going to give effort and time and discipline to, what is it going to bring my life? You know, how is it going to serve me and others? And I think that's a huge first step. Yeah, I I hadn't thought about the the why before um because I definitely feel like a lot of things that especially when I was in high school or maybe even early college that I would have been like oh this is a goal for me the whys would have been not things that I'd be proud of now you know the whys would be like I want to look more like this person I want him to like me you know sort of things and I definitely think that it's it's, it's a growth and, you know, not just being like, not that there's anything wrong with those things when you are a teenager, when you're going through those things that you want other people to like you and you want to feel accepted. But it definitely feels like growth for me to be like, oh, I want to make sure that my goals are of a value to me beyond just this one hurt feeling, really. I have in that moment. And I think a lot of our goals, you know, like at the beginning of the year, people are like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Well, why? And why is it 10 pounds? And why is it, why is it weight? Why isn't it? Not that it can't be weight, but why really are you going for that? Um, I think is, is definitely going to bring a lot of enlightenment to everyone as well as just kind of maybe help you see if that's actually not your goal. Maybe your goal is something else and your why will help you kind of get there. 
Exactly. Exactly. Because I feel like, you know, some people who hear the term goal, some of which are like my deepest friends, or my dearest friends, I should say, excuse me, like they hear the word goal and they're like, ugh. You know, it's just, it seems taxing. It seems heavy. It's like this thing I have to do. And I think that is a lot of referencing me at the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) You you were one of them, though we did work that out. And we actually should tell that story (laughs) because. I think it was really funny. So actually, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to tangent. So we were on a trip together and it was around the beginning of the year, which I don't know about you. I personally like to set my goals at the, on my birthday. Like, oh, like your year. Yes. My year, like the calendar year of the world spinning means nothing to me because clearly I am the access of the world. I'm joking I hope you all know but yeah I'm like my 25th year is gonna look like this but the goal planner that I like to use um comes out the new one always comes out in like November so I do (laughs) yeah right (laughs) I have given them so much feedback and I was like don't you know that this actually needs to start on the most important day of the year my birthday um but I haven't got any feedback so I'll let you know when I keep pushing that's that's a goal (laughs) that changed the world But yeah, so like we were somewhere in January together. I was diving into um, the really like deep why pages of my goal planner, which I'm excited to talk about a little later. Um, And I was just, when I'm in that zone, I love to talk about it, right? So I'm like talking about it with Erica and some of my other friends. And I'll never forget, like (laughs) you, Erica, you were like, my goal this year is to not have any goals. Yes. And for the first time in my life, you guys, I was like, why am I friends with this person? (laughs) Like, and not as in like, I judged you, but I was like, what? Like my mind exploded for a second. Like I, I just, I froze because I was like, mm -mm." you know, we're so similar on things. And you're just like, you're such a badass. And I was like, she's, she's not into goals. Like, what does it mean? What does it mean to not have goals? And like, and yeah, it like, it sat with me weird. I'm not gonna lie. You really made me think about my own mindset. And I actually brought it up, I think, at one point, And I was like, Erica, we need to talk about this. We have a really big difference. <laughs> yeah. So then, but then you, we explained things. And even if that was your stance, like, obviously, we can still be friends. And we're all, but I was just like, I was so intrigued. I was like, what do you mean? Like, aren't you fueled by this? And then, so, like, I guess this is a good opportunity for you to talk about, like, your approach to goals. You know, like, what did you mean by that? Like, my goal this year is to not have goals. <laughs> I, there's reason to why I feel that way or felt that way. Cause after we had a like conversation later, like, I guess what we got stuck on is like language. And I feel like that's where a lot of people actually have like their misunderstandings and things like that is that the, the word goal meant something very different to Brooke and meant something very different to me. And like, while they both were like, Oh, you work towards this. It was more than that. So like for me, historically, I've always had this like next thing is my goal. And it actually became really unhealthy. So my entire purpose and my entire like self-worth was especially entrenched in academic goals. So it was like, I'm going to graduate from here. I'm going to get into this college. I'm going to get this GPA. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this job. And that started to be everything I thought about when it came to my self-worth. And so then when I had the job, I was like, I have nothing else in the world like there's nowhere for me to go so then I was like okay I'm gonna have a new goal and it was to go back to school um for another degree which is something I would still like to do but as time went on from planning that new goal of going to school again the real world was like actually there are some other opportunities things you should explore things that would improve my life and I do have to take you know my husband into consideration I have to take our finances into consideration like he would never stop me but I do have to think about those things when making choices because they don't just affect me and that so then I chose not to go back to school so I had gone through all the things like I took the tests I did the things I applied to school and I got waitlisted which was also a devastating but it shouldn't be just so you all know you can get waitlisted and it is okay but I rescinded so I was like no thanks I'm not going to go to school next year and that was like the biggest failure ever I was like I'm accomplishing nothing I didn't meet this goal like what is the point of any of that so 
I came back from that like really low moment of feeling like I let myself down and like I wasn't living up to who I could be and was like, I need to have to be happy with what I'm currently living in and what I'm currently doing and experience that and just kind of live more in the moment. And really what that ended up being is kind of in itself a goal. But because I had associated the word goal with like going back to law school, uh, it had to be there are no goals and it's okay to have goals. <laughs> and that's kind of what led to that conversation because right when that happened would have been when I was doing well with that knowledge. Like I was like, I'm not working towards this next thing. I'm just kind of like working on being happy, um, which in itself, yeah really was a goal, but that language stuff, semantics are so important to people. And I think, you know, if you guys get anything from like this random story that I'm kind of delving into is really define what words mean to you, whether you're talking to your friend or just thinking about yourself, you know, figure out what it means to you. And it's fine if it doesn't mean the same thing to everyone else, as long as you have a general understanding, because that might help you kind of see why you're feeling a certain way, why I was so averse to goals is because I had failed a goal, which I guess is also something that, you know, we kind of need to get into is that people are going to make goals and they're either going to change because opportunities, you know, come up or maybe it just doesn't work out. And what do you do when you fail or what do you yeah. do when it changes? Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's a huge part of, just going through life, right? You know, like, and I think everyone tries to avoid that. Well, you're not, you're not failing. It's not a failure. Guess what? Failure is real. Right. Label it, feel it, cry about it, pivot, and move on. You know, and like, just another thing too that like I have to remind myself is that like maybe failing at a goal or failing to meet a goal by this set time mm -hmm. does not mean you are a failure. And yeah. And so people might even hear this too. And they're like, Oh, I don't like that word. You know, you, if you do change and you pivot, you're not actually failing. Sure. See it how you want label it a failure. If it helps you also like, yeah, if, if that's really a harmful thing, you know, that really kind of throws you into these depths, then don't call it a failure because really life is all about just like trying new things and like they don't work out or they do. And then you move on to the next thing. It's like, we're all just following breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Right. So but yeah, like that's a huge part because we spend so much time setting goals and setting accountability and, you know, stuff that, you know, I'm happy to talk about and I'm passionate about too. But like, yeah, also then getting further into it and realizing that it doesn't reflect who you are in that season of your life anymore. Or you dive into being like, hmm, I thought this was for me, but the more I learn about it, this isn't for me. Or maybe it is for you. And you try really, 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 really hard and it's still doesn't work out right how do we get past that you know like it's hard I mean you lean on others I think a big part of it is identifying mm -hmm. it being vulnerable and again separating it that it is not a reflection on you or your worth what you bring to this world anything and maybe it is maybe it's the result of something that you straight up didn't do did wrong mm -hmm. That's okay. <laughs> you know, I say that now. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, we're both feeling good. But I mean, it, it is true. Life is those moments where you do fail or where things go wrong and you don't meet those goals or those expectations that either were set for you or set by yourself. Um, but that kind of leads into why I really wanted to do this episode because, guys, I'm the one who suggested it, even though I'm the one who started 2022 with I Have No Goals. Um, <laughs> because I think the way that, that Brooke approaches these goals is – is so much healthier than what I have always done in the past because a lot of the ways that I set goals is a lot is is a, a self worth thing and it wasn't like a oh I'm gonna feel better and I'll feel more you know whatever because I'll have bettered myself no it was strictly like I'm gonna accomplish this thing and then because I have accomplished it I am good as opposed to it will make me feel better I'm learning I'm improving I'm finding myself and through talking to you about those things, I now I now can see how that helps people and I can incorporate that into my own life. And I think it's just really good for people who maybe have the same outlook as I do or did, you know, with some of those words feeling too heavy, uh, you know, could take this and be like, oh, I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it in entirely intrinsically right now. 
and then I can feel good about it later. If that makes sense. Sometimes I talk and then I'm like, did I fall off a cliff there? I don't even know where I started anymore. No. Oh my gosh. No. Well, that's in totally. And you know, one thing too, I will say mm-hmm. like, I'm, this is an area I'm always trying to learn about and grow in, but I still, I have a lot of those like worth based goals yeah. that I set for myself and they can be hard to admit mm-hmm. and they can be hard to always identify in the moment. Um, and so that is something that I still struggle with too, you know, like checking boxes and feeling like I'm succeeding is a huge part of what brings me just deep seated joy. So it is hard to walk that line. And that's where I think, again, just doing those practices of really intentional goal setting and going back to your why Mm -hmm. will help you navigate that and set those goals that are those healthy kind of just like almost you can even look at them as boundaries you put in your life, right? Or milestones or dreams, whatever sort of word serves you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't become this thing that it's like, well, if I don't achieve it, then I'm flawed. Right. Because, you know, yeah. And I think, you know, I don't know. I, I stumbled on my words there too, but yeah. no, I think you said it well. And I just saw flies. So gross. So hard. Sorry, everybody who's going to have to live with that. Um, I think that brings me to a point is that we're talking about topics that we are not masters of. Like, I don't think Brooke and I are sitting here trying to be like, yes. oh, well, we're totally self-actualized and now you can benefit from the fruits of our labor. No, we're just trying to talk through these concepts that we have made some headway in or had these deep conversations where we both came out of them feeling like we had more clarity and giving you guys the opportunity to have that conversation with us as well. And then hopefully everyone kind of finds their peace with it. Uh, in, in no way, you know, do we think everyone's going to do exactly what we do or what we've found to be helpful. We just want you guys to be part of a conversation where you can reach what you need to reach from things like goals or relationships are all of those different topics that we hope to kind of delve into. So I know that you use a specific planner. You'd mentioned it earlier. You actually, you pay not an insignificant amount of money to get this planner. So can you tell us what value it brings you? Yes. So first of all, I have to give a shout out to one of my good friends, um, Jansen, Jansen Miller. She um, is she's a friend, but she's also like a mentor. She is like an awesome goal, like goal setter, goal planner. Like I look up to her so much and she used this and she's like, you need to get it. Like, and yeah, every year since it is about $70 and I keep, I'm like, I don't need it. Like I'll just use the pages from last year. Right. And I can't because it's so good. So I use the cultivate what matters goal planner. This baby's thick. I truly do. you guys. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like I, there, there is a whole, there's like 30 pages that you fill out and you write about and you reflect on before you even set your goals. And it is, it's that diving into the why it's your big picture. And I'll talk about those things. And then a lot of it is, it's like breaking down. You have the full month calendar view, you have weekly, and then there's all of these built-in pages where you write down like your action notes and you record how you're doing on your goals. A lot of months, as you can see, like I don't even always utilize this. I want to more. It's actually a goal in my goal planner to use <laughs> lots of more because I'm the worst. Um, is that like Inception? But what I really do, I was. I said, is that like Inception? Your goal yeah. is to use your goal planner more. I love that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that is the greatest reference ever. Um, and for those of you who are listening, we're going to post a couple of pictures of Brooks planner on Instagram so that you can kind of see what she's referencing if that if you're more of like a visual person yes absolutely because it is like first of all this is like a female-owned company so of course this thing is very visually pleasing right like it comes with stickers and you're they encourage you to use like colorful markers and so it's like uh and they have like inspirational quotes everywhere it's a basic girl's dream so Long story short, though, like, I, again, pretty much mainly buy this planner for how it helps me determine, break down my goals, and just, like, reflect on who I am in the season that I'm setting goals for. So, 
this many pages, again, 50 this year, it was like 50 is that. So some people are like, oh, that's overwhelming. But again, you can draw pictures, you can do as much or as little as you want. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So some high level points in this planner that are also like out in the world of goal planning that I find really helpful to help you identify the why is sometimes like breaking down your goals into these categories, right? So you can pretty much do whatever categories fit you. But like, for example, in this planner, they have health and wellness, um, friendships, finances, personal and spiritual growth, uh, work, job, family, recreational fun. You know, I think sometimes breaking down your life into these categories mm -hmm. can just really help make things grant granular, right? Because you can look at your life. And granular. You sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but like, what do you mean by granular? a great question because you know a lot of times when you do like think about your why or like okay I'm setting these goals because I envision my future self being this way it can just be like oh my gosh it's just so heavy it's so big like where do I even start and so making it granular is it's like okay well in the future I want to have just this big beautiful family mm -hmm. what does that look like for me well that might mean um that like I cultivate my family friendships more and I really dive into intentionally seeking out a partner and things like that. So really kind of breaking down into these categories of your life. Again, when you sit down and like reflect on how these goals will serve you, you categorizing them, at least for me really helps me just, yeah, just be able to like grasp it more. Breaking it into the components almost. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And some of them do overlap and, you know, and they have like eight main um, categories here, but they even say like, you don't need eight goals for you. You could have two, mm -hmm. you know, you can pick like, okay, this year, you know, let's say you're going back to law school next year, Erica, if you decide that's right for you, finances mm -hmm. might be something that you need to really hone in on right. and get, yeah, get granular on, like identify what am I going to do now? What does this want to look like in the future? Um, so those are all really helpful parts of this planner. One other thing I really like too, and this is something that I have started doing every year, is choosing a word for the year. I remember saying right. that, but I cannot remember what your word is. Would you share it with us? Yes. Um, my word is bold. Oh, yes, I love that. I'm deciding to be bold this 2022, hence why we are starting this podcast and being vulnerable in front of all of our family, friends, and strangers. Um seeking out some bigger personal goals that I've been dreaming about for a while and having those come in like to my reality. So yeah, like, and again, too, it's like this, this planner specifically, but you can do this yourself is just like, take time alone for you and or even take like a couple days or weeks and just listen for words. And like, when a word strikes you like, Oh, I would like that to be me this year. Or like, Oh, I think that word would help me with this thing, you know, focus on you know, what is an area that you want to get a little stronger in or a part of you that you really want to let out? And for me, you know, one thing that I was working on is just leaning into my authenticity and, you know, not being afraid to take up space, um, whether that be in a conversation, talking a lot or like sharing vulnerable parts of myself, being bold and showing up really drove my goals for this yeah. year. So, you know, I really think those are just some things that you guys can start with to, you know, is again, sitting down and thinking, okay, a really helpful practice is even imagining your life in a certain timeline, mm -hmm. five, 10, 15 years, and you write it down as like, it's a day in the life. Like it's almost a journal. Like I woke up in my home in this place with my significant other and my four kids, or, you know, get really specific and dream really big. And then look at that picture and be like, all right, to get there to these things that feel like they would bring me a lot of joy, that they're on my heart. Mm -hmm. Who do I have to become? And then from there, put a word on your year if that helps drive you. And then from there, look in your categories. Like, okay, well, that person has their finances together. They're not in major debt. Or they really have a close circle of friends and they know how to be a great friend. Well, then maybe you put some goals out there to like, cultivate your friendships a little more intentionally this year just identifying what's gonna get you to that point you know of your dreams to sound 
big and fancy. But I mean, that's that's the bougie part of this. You know, we're going for those big goals, right? <laughs> but no, I like that. I like giving it a word that kind of gives you somewhere to go and a bit of purpose, you know, added into, you know, this whole process of, of planning goals when you're going to sit down and actually plan, you know, with intention as opposed to just being like, I want to do this thing, which is kind of how I, I do it right now. But I like how you do it. <laughs> um, so one thing, you know, I'm, I'm a special education teacher. I write a lot of goals um, all the time. And one thing that we have to do is have a timeline. So do you have yes. timelines for your goals or are they flexible? Like what does that look like? And is it goal dependent? That's a really good question. I definitely have timelines for my goals. And some of them are softer timelines than mm-hmm. others. Um, you know, for example, some of my, um, health and wellness goals are a, a level of, um, energy and overall vitality and good feeling. So that is, it's not like a time cycle, but I'm like, okay, well within a year I would like, I think by doing all of these things, this is going to help, you know, my energy feel better and I'll feel clearer and I'll feel lighter on my feet. And so then it's setting some benchmarks. So a lot of times I do. I think it's helpful to start on my birthday and then reflect three times throughout the year, even quarterly, if that, you know, seems best for you to see how we're getting there, make adjustments as needed. Um, So a lot of my goals are year goals, but I think it really is dependent on whatever works best for you. Because maybe you do have a time crunch. Like, again, nothing wrong if you're like, hey, I want to get some of my strength back and my muscle back, or I have like a wedding coming up and, you know, I want to feel my best, like, you know, eat healthier, get my skin in check, whatever it might be. Hard and fast timelines are perfectly acceptable. But then also too, like, if you're like, well, it's hard to put a timeline on what this might Mm -hmm. be like, still, I think set yourself something tentative. So it just gives you a good check-in point to work backwards from. Like, what do you think too? Like, how do you, how do you set yours? something that I'm still like playing with, you know, Um, especially Mm -hmm. like, we've mentioned with going back to school, I really teeter between being like, okay, that's going to be something I'm going to do in the next two years. Um, but I've also debated being like the next five or six. And I, in my mind, I'm like, Oh, I want to do it sooner because I want to be younger when it happens, which is not a fantastic motivator. Uh, like, I mean, maybe that's fine. Maybe it's a good enough reason, but like when I think about it, that is a very, like, I want other people to see me have accomplished this thing. And that's not why I want to do something. Um, when I sit down and think about it. So my current thing is like, I'm enjoying my current job a lot, like more than I ever thought I'd enjoy a job. And I don't want to leave right now. So I'm flexing this goal where I initially was like, I'm going to wait um, two more years. That was my original plan. So I was going to put off school for two years. And then um, was that 2023, I was going to restart the process of going back to school. I was going to do my applications again and freshen everything up and improve my test scores and things like that. But, you know, I don't want to do that just to do that if I'm happy with what I'm working on right now. And I really do feel like what I'm doing is not like a waste of time. <laughs> you know, like I don't feel mm-hmm. like the longer I stay in my position, the longer it takes me to get where I want to go. I, I think that the longer I stay in this position, the more insight I'll have for future jobs, the better I will feel about the difference I've made in this world. Um, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm leaving that to be really flexible, but it is also the hard deadline would be by the time I'm 30, I will have started the process again. So um, not that 30 matters, but it's just like one of those, it's just that nut, like that decade number that does feel a little bit set where I'm like, you oh, know, that's five, little less than five years out. Um, by then I need to have it figured out what I'm going to do. And if for some reason within those, you know, next few years, and that's this thing that I think I've been talking, you know, to Brooke in my personal life a lot about is being flexible with if this goal doesn't end up being for me. Like if I end up being like, I'm really happy with what I'm doing, or I want to stay in education in a different way, um, which is a crazy thought with the current climate of the world, but (laughs) that that's okay. And I can do other things and I can, I don't have to feel bad about that. So my goal is there. There is a timeline, but it is also really, really open to just whatever I want. <laughs> Does that? I think it's huge, right? Yeah, because that helps you walk that line of like not getting 
so obsessed in letting it define mm-hmm. you, you know, cause I think that's one thing too, that, you know, I know growing up, I was like, well, I'm going to graduate college. And then by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be engaged and I'm going to have kids by 27 and I'm going to blah, 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 And I'm 25 years old now. And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, kids in two years, absolutely not. I am single as a Pringle and I don't even think I'm ready for that sort of like marriage commitment right now. Absolutely not pump the brakes. Like I still have me to figure out, right? So there is something where like, but there were years of my life that, I was like, if I don't hit this milestone, again, I'm failing me. I'm failing the world. Like, so flexing those goals. I liked how you said that. Like, I'm flexing the goal. That is huge. Is like, yeah, it's all about, like, I think some of this, too, is just tuning mm-hmm. in to your feelings in the moment, like, where you are in life. Like, if you are feeling a little uncomfortable, a little stir crazy, maybe it is a good time to set some some goals. Put some end dates on that. But if you're like, yeah, I have these things down the road. I want to keep them in the forefront of my mind, keep being intentional and working towards them slowly. But I'm also really feeling peaceful here. Yeah. Then live in that beauty, you know? And yeah, don't let the goals become a thing that pull you out of your Exactly. Which is, you know, where this conversation originally started at the beginning of the year. I've really reached this point of being like, I'm not looking to the next thing in my life anymore. You know, they always say like, you never know it's the golden years while you're in them. I feel mm-hmm. like I know, like I know that I'm really happy. I have a lot of really good friends. I am in a really um, ha- happy, positive marriage where I feel very supported. My relationship with my family, I feel are better than they've been, you know, like I'm a teenager and they're a bit more rough. Like I feel like we're really like, I just feel really solid with everything in my life right now. And I'm very happy. And that's something that I don't know that I ever really would have achieved if I hadn't slowed down. That's such a good reminder too, you know, in this mindset of setting goals and, you know, achieving and looking towards the future and bettering yourself. Like, yeah, this is all, it's all about balance, right? That's why we wanted to put it in the title of this podcast. It's things to think about and things to consider, you know, cause you, really, it's true. You have one mm-hmm. life to live, you know? So to use it intentionally, but some of that intentionality is also being right here, right, right now, you know? So I think that's a really beautiful thing that you are identifying this time and you're cherishing it for what it's bringing you in this season. And then I think your internal guide, you know, whatever you want to call that part of yourself, will start to let you know when you're ready for some change. Right. Yeah. And I total, I do feel that like, I was at a time, you know, previously, like, you know, a couple of years ago, and I know, like, in our friendship, I told you, I was like, it has to change, something has to change. And then, you know, I was able to take those steps. And they really were, they were goals without labeled goals. Well, they were, I was like, I'm going to apply to do this job, or I'm going to apply to go to school, I'm going to do these things, and one of them is going to work. I mean, I threw everything at the wall and hope something stuck, and it did. <laughs> but And I think that's just what's so important and what I value about our relationship, like you and I broke so much, is that I have been able to kind of see those things about myself and that helps me to to make choices that benefit me more because I get why I'm doing it. And I don't know that I'd always get why I approach things the way I do if I didn't have somebody to help me like view like what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And I don't know. I think that's just what it, it is so positive to have these these conversations. I'm just going to keep saying that, guys. You have to keep listening to me compliment ourselves on talking through something. <laughs> it's so true, though, because, I mean, that is that's something, you know, I know we've talked about this before, too, but just the fact that, you know, this is a very really trusting friendship that we can bring our authentic selves to the table and bounce ideas mm-hmm. off of each other. And another thing that I think is so beautiful, too, is that we are in very in many ways, very different seasons of our life. You are married, you have a home, you know, you have gone through so many, like the adulting things. And I'm out here about to fly to a different country, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, YOLO and going back to school. And like, but we find this common ground. And like, I bring these things forth. And you can give me this wisdom and this insight, or even just this ear to talk things through. And that's another big part of this too, you know, is just, and we could talk about this, for a long time and like 
there's a lot of steps I think to like finding the right people. Some of it also just being the universe. I think putting those people in your path when you're ready for it, to appreciate them and utilize the gifts they bring. But having friends, you know, because another thing too is like, okay, I've been in spaces where when I do feel internally, like I need to make a change, like you were a few years ago and I'm like, I need, I'm ready to roll, you know, this, blah, blah, blah. You know, sometimes you talk to parents or adults mm -hmm. and they are a fabulous resource and I don't want to minimize that at all. But there's also people who are like, well, just you make good money, stay with what you're doing or just let it go, like, just live your life. And you're like, what does that mean? You know, like having people your age, even if they're in different seasons, you know, they can offer you different insights. But another thing too is just like, again, me just being a goal-driven person, like start small and don't be afraid to start small. Like, okay, maybe you're not going to make a huge career move now or physical mm -hmm. move, but what's, what are things in your day-to-day -day life that might bring you a little more peace or a little more joy? Like who, there's someone out there that talks about like doing things that spark joy. Uh I can't remember oh, her name. Uh, Kondo. Uh, is it Marie Kondo? Or I'm probably. I think I so. Really, uh, I'm sorry to those who know how to say her name or actually know her name, but she's fabulous. She wrote a book like The Power of Tidying Up. I think. Yes, because she's like the Netflix show. Yeah, right? she did. She did that after okay. she wrote her book. She okay, I'm gonna have to look. Everyone, close. <laughs> it's she's. It's genius. It, it fits so much more stuff. Sorry, side note, but like, yes, the powers. You need to share that later. We need to like link to like a video of her or something. What your drawer looks like before and after she teaches you how to fold. I, I need to watch this show because that is an area that I am not good at is folding all of my clothes. But yeah, like, you know, identifying those things for you that spark joy and like making setting little like minute goals like in your day-to-day -day, like starting just walking and again think about like what's just gonna make you feel good what's gonna benefit your friendships you know okay well I really wish I had friends that you know I could do physical activities with well then maybe like go to your gym you know or go wherever you don't you work on make a goal to say hi to two people and like put yourself out there and be uncomfortable and then you know you will find these great people in your life. They really will. Like when you show up as the type of person you are looking for, like it sounds so cliche, but it is true. Like that like energy mm -hmm. attracts like energy. So just know that you are worth it to start at any point where you are right now and do any little little goal. Or you can set a really big goal that feels ridiculous and you tell people and they look yeah. at you funny. That's okay too. Like own it. And yeah, just know that it's not set in stone. You can change it. And there are people out there who care, you know, and that's where I think I'm kind of going in a circle with coming back to what you're saying, Erica. But like, I feel so fortunate that like, you are a friend who listens to me talk about my big goals and my dreams. And, you know, for a while, I, again, something that really reflects in the word bold for me was I'm like, well, people don't care about my life. They have their own lives and stuff. And it took having being vulnerable in conversations with friends like you to be like, no, I do care about you. Brooke. Like you need to tell me what's important to you. I want to listen. I want to support mm -hmm. you. Like take up that space. Like just your Erica's are out there. My friends, <laughs> your great friends are out there. Just but I, give it a try. It's true. I mean, finding people who can support you as you approach these things or find someone who can help you kind of, you know, maybe, I'm going to go back on my, like my failure, right. Where I felt like I failed something, but to have someone like you and, and other people in my life who could help me be like, that was not like, whether it was a failure based on a goal, like I failed because I didn't make it to law school by the time I was 25 or whether it was a change and choice of how I was going to lead my life because I only applied to one law school and then decided not to handle it. Um, like, helped me kind of figure out maybe the reason that it didn't work out all the way when it happened is because I was meant to do something different and I would not find those things if I didn't have people supporting me through that. And it's so important that, you know, you find those people who can support you. And that's so much easier said than done. Cause I know like I've definitely been through times in my life where I'm so far away from the people that I feel like support me um, or, you know, like I just, I'm isolated and I feel alone, but you know, that's again, what I want to do with this thing, this, 
balanced and bougie that we're doing is create a community and environment where you feel like you have people who are going to listen to your goals or the things you want to do or the fact that you don't have goals this year and still, you know, listen to you and come and, and be there for you to support you along that path. Absolutely. And seriously, on that note, you know, when we talk about being a part of the conversation, please like involve us in, if you have questions yeah. If you have feedback on this, you know, like something you're taking that resonated or something that you feel like you can bring to the table that we didn't talk about or maybe something you disagree with, a way we can support you. We want to be your support system and we want other people in this space to be a support system for other people. So reach out to us, put it out there, comment on, you know, different posts and things, get conversations going. Like we are hoping again that the energy we bring here will attract similar minds and hearts so we can all support each other because that's another thing that it's like, and this is a little tangent, but I just popped in my mind. I have to say it. You know, sometimes I, again, this is not my wisdom, but something that I learned and has stuck with me is that, you know, jealousy of other people succeeding or I want to do that. Or why does she or he or they, you know, get to do these things? You know, that's a goal of mine that is a scarcity mindset. And like, we are in, like, there is abundance to go around. Like you focus on you. Like, and just, you know, when you feel that jealousy, acknowledge it, it's normal, but also let it be a reminder to you of like, okay, Ooh, there's something I see this person doing that my heart really wants to explore that I want to put myself out there to do. And then instead of being mad or feeling like it's not available to you, let it be a reminder that like, in the universe, these opportunities are available. Like we can all do, like there's just enough to go around for all of us mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. And there are people out there who want to support mm-hmm. you like us and like people you will hopefully meet on our Balance and Bougie platforms and let us know how we can cheer you on. Yeah, I mean, and that's all we want from this. I mean, we want to be this conversation that you feel like you're having with your friend because that's, you know, we want to be supportive to somebody else who's having these thoughts and feelings that we have. And that we struggle with or that we're growing in and, you know, have a fun outlet for it where we can talk to each other. And then when we hear from you guys, we can literally talk to you about whatever it is that you're thinking. Because if you're like, that was insane. Say more. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, this, this has been fun. I could talk about this for hours, but I know we don't have hours. (laughs) I, I just keep looking at my notes. I'm like, there's so much more like you could say. Yes. And that's always the problem. Like we're always like, we could go on for hours and it's not a joke guys. We're, we're going to work on making these not be hours long. Yeah. Cause how long are we at? We're at almost an hour. We were going to cap these conversations at 30 minutes. I know. All right guys. Well, that's it for today. Uh, it only took us like an hour. Um, And we definitely had to hold back and cut like half of what we wrote down out. I am very proud of us. We hope you enjoyed today. And we really look forward to hearing from you guys in the future. So have a great week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Balanced and Bougie. If you like this episode, give us a like. Let us know in the comments and subscribe to our channel. We would also love to hear from you guys. Do you have any topics that you want us to discuss? Are you knowledgeable or passionate about something that you want to share with the Balanced and Bougie community? Let us know. Find us on Instagram at balancednbougie. That's B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-N-D-B-O-U-J-E-E. Balanced and Bougie. Can't wait to talk to you guys again soon.